0: Podcast, podcast is ready week four of this
1: Woo! get out of here uh what's up everybody week four of camp social distance there here at hyper Coasters. rpg i got mine i'm set
0: i'm set too baby all right we're good i got extras you know and i'm on my last drip of coffee so oh. here we go ladies oh, and oh
1: man i was telling adam this might be yeah. the week this might be the week that I officially go insane. You've been watching the slow decline of my psyche over the last couple of weeks. Welcome
2: but this—I'm feeling hell. it.
1: I can feel it. I can feel it deep within yes. me that this is the week. This is the week where I snap. I, it's just—it's so close. It's—it's it's right on the cusp.
0: I. Uh, so this weekend, for the first time in four weeks, I left the house. Yeah. And that was something yeah i had not i have not left the apartment complex in four weeks I've just kind of been doing like laps around yep and uh on Saturday I went to Pasadena to try to like just go for a walk somewhere where I knew there weren't gonna be a lot of people and man was I right it was ghost town it oh was.
1: it's ghost town everywhere I had to do a pickup at Best Buy yeah. for uh this new equipment uh, computer build that we're gonna yeah. do tonight and uh it was so wild to do that whole Best Buy transaction Yeah, where you sit in your car, you say what spot you're in and they just throw it in the back and then you drive off and
0: it's weird out there, man. Really weird. And like, you know, it was kind of nice though. It was nice to get out and like just experience air and nature and see some, like, trees and
2: stuff that are, like, not in our
0: complex. I end up going over to South Pasadena where the Myers house was, and I'm like, dude, this just looks like Haddonfield. It just, like, abandoned and just empty. And it was nice, though. Uh, Found a a, uh, wine shop that was open, so grabbed a bottle of wine and then uh, got some takeout and just went on the balcony and had some takeout and some wine and drank the whole bottle. And it was, like, choice. Yeah, I had a very different weekend. I got a stomach bug. You did, and I – I will say I was terrified that you like possibly got. Coronavirus. I was too. Out. Are you fucking kidding me? And I me? was like, "Why is Zach in the garage, not in his fucking bedroom, locked up?" Because uh, I was down here locked up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I sat down here by myself and slept on the couch. I, I know. I had a stomach. I like, I'm not even going down there to get my laptop. I'm not going near him.
1: I don't know how it happened, but I got really scared too. But I, yeah, yeah, I was sick all weekend. Weekends, baby, yeah. finally got one, and was sick all the way through it. I but mean, I feel
0: better today. It's... Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you're feeling better because you know I would have been a little nerve wracking to. All of a sudden wake up on Monday and be like, Guys, I think I'm dying. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, Zach. <laughs> uh I've yeah. We
1: won't go too much into detail, but I think it was just a stomach bug. I think it was just a stomach bug. It wasn't great, but yeah. whatever. Feeling better today. And we have a fun week of stuff
0: planned. Hells yeah. We have a
1: really fun week of stuff Hells planned. Hells
0: yeah. Hey, shout out to Netflix for pulling Batman Begins, you Thank motherfuckers.
1: You. Thank you, Netflix. I wanted, to do twin, I wanted to do Twin Peaks Day so I bad. Know. Netflix that, it heard my cries. Favor. It
0: worked out. And now I get to do Twin Peaks Day on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be great. But before we get into Wednesday, here's what we're doing today. We're doing this. Right now, obviously, Cookie couldn't uh, stream because uh, no power, no power. Yeah, Lucas power. Like no, mad. so that
1: wasn't what happened. Apparently, someone yeah. on his
0: street—oh, that's right—just
1: uh, ran over a telephone pole and knocked out power for the whole block. I mean, that happened so. on our street
0: like three months ago. I know. <laughs> Fuckin- what is this trend? What is this trend? <laughs> um, so yeah, so no Cookie stream this morning. Yeah. Uh, but we're doing this, and after this, Malika will be doing more survival skills. I'm not sure what she's making today. It's a pan Asian breakfast. It's my
1: favorite thing that she makes. It's one of the most simple things that she makes, but it's one of my absolute favorites. And it was one of those moments when we first started dating that was like, "I'm going to marry this girl." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your breakfast game on point. Oh, <laughs> damn! In it for the long What's haul. What's this now? Chinese
1: sausage with cilantro and onion and and this like sticky rice situation? I was,
0: I was hooked. Oh my god, we're having breakfast for lunch? Hook. I'm so about it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, she's going to be
1: working on that. And we don't worry, clowns will still be showing up today when it's least convenient for Adam.
0: Oh shit, I forgot <laughs> about that son of a bitch. I'm so glad I didn't walk in here with you just as a clown. <laughs> I would have been like, ah, this is the Nope Express lane, I'm out. Yep, yep. Uh, it'll still be happening. It just couldn't happen before streaming because there's yeah. too much set up. Then at four,
2: Aww. The Shining
0: board game i don't even like oh. what what uh do you know anything about this board game it's uh
1: you're just you're in the overlook hotel
0: yeah okay. all work
1: and no play it's a Great. cooperative game we're trying to get out of the hotel together oh sick we're all living in the hotel together <sighs> and we're trying to get out guys
0: you know what sucks you know what go perfect you know what pair perfectly with this game the soundtrack to the shining yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, we can't do that. We can't do that. Yeah, we can't do which that. It's so sad. Uh, it, it would be great,
1: heart. but yeah, we can't do that. But it should be a lot of fun. It's. Uh, I checked it out over the weekend. Uh, I got us a whole new set of board games and. Uh, <laughs>
0: So, so good, so
1: good. <laughs> we
0: should have just done a Shining or Doctor Sleep night. I know we'll, we'll, I know. we'll have to put it on our like agenda one of these days. We will. We will. We we'll, don't worry. We we'll get there. We have time apparently. We'll, we'll get there. And Fuck. then
1: tonight for our movie watch along, which for those that might just be tuning in, which I don't believe, I don't believe there's a single person watching our chat room right now that has not been here every day. That's god just, bless you that's how twitch works which has like the worst discoverability of any platform i've ever been on so everyone watching right now you've been here welcome thank you for joining us <laughs> thank you okay. for tuning in okay. every day <laughs> you guys are awesome but what we're doing tonight at 6 p.m is evil dead watch along mm-hmm. with andy campbell apparently he's got a ton of stories about his dad being Sick. in the movie so yeah
0: because if you didn't know uh his father is bruce campbell so we um, fun
1: fact fun fact <laughs> and uh that should be a lot of fun yeah and you know, speaking of movies, mm-hmm. next week we decided this last week. Next week, yeah, is Criterion Week here at Hyper RPG. <laughs> ah, I'm so pumped, Hercules! Hercules! I'm so hercules. pumped. Criterion Week. Uh, we talked to you guys in the audience about it last week, and everybody seemed down because Criterion has a free two week trial. They do that. You all will be able to sign up this week, and next week we can watch Criterion movies all week. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be voting for these movies today. It was my. I, here's how we're going to do this all week. Everyone who works here is going to pick what they want their three movies to be chosen from. Then on
0: Friday, I feel like each of us should pick one.
1: That works. And uh, I went first because I got really hyped and excited. And uh, here's what you're going to be picking between today. We'll we'll watch all three, no matter what you vote. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's a long night. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, You've got Chunking Express, In the Mood for Love, or Fallen Angels. But fun fact... I've never seen Fallen Angels. Oh, okay. That's one of his only films okay. I've never seen. Mm. But Chungking Express and In the Mood for Love are two of my favorite movies of all time. They're really good, yeah. And uh, for those that don't know, uh, those are movies by Wong Kar Wai, who's one of my favorite filmmakers, one of the most uh, inspiring to me, and I absolutely love his movies so, so much. So today yeah. you'll be tipping towards figuring out what we're going to watch next, next Monday night, whether it's Chungking Express, In the Mood for Love.
0: I also didn't run this by you, but I hope those hashtags that I use are correct.
1: <laughs> uh, Maybe. Let me check. I can I check. I just used really the quick. full title of the yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what I did. That's okay, cool. exactly what I did. You're good. Okay. But then coming up for our movies. All week long, Evil Dead today, John Carter of Mars with Hector Navarro tomorrow, and then for our wonderful, wonderful Twin Peaks Day on Wednesday to celebrate the anniversary of Twin Peaks, it'll be Twin Peaks Fire Walk with me. I tweeted out at David Lynch today. You guys can help on Twitter or make him think that we're crazy and not right back ever. Uh, And then Cowboy Bebop the movie on Thursday and Blade Runner the final cut on Mm. Friday.
0: And Cowboy Bebop will be doing the movie and then wrapping out with uh, the last three episodes because we're like, we're right there. We're right at the end of the show. Yeah. Movie and then be, which ending be the so show. so sad because I've loved it oh, so much. Oh, but then next
1: week we're jumping right into Samurai Shampoo.
0: Oh, are we? Actually,
1: we'll let the audience mm-hmm. vote. We'll pick out three right. different animes because Adam's new to anime. I so am. we're just going to keep just picking anime-ing, that. animeing it up. But before we get too too deep into everything that's going on here at Hyper RPG, wanted, we wanted to bring in a good, a good old friend of ours. Good old buddy-buddy. Good old buddy-buddy. Uh, Jovenshire is patiently waiting for us on the other line. Uh, <clears throat> hello, uh, Mr. Jovenshire, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Hey! 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 hey.
0: this adventure together we're all working on you know making the best out of it so uh let's just give zach more stress <laughs> this is what
3: uh uh quarantine life looks like that's where right. we adapt and, and uh evolve on the fly
2: yeah
1: right cool cool windows assigned a new audio device Sick. oh so it wasn't me <laughs> no nice. it wasn't you man windows okay. no it wasn't you it was the windows assigning a new audio device randomly it was cool it's great yeah it's cool Nah. It's like
3: problems that shouldn't exist.
1: Nah, yeah. Again, there's no crew here. This is a great example and a great time for me to remind everyone here at Hyper RPG. We are practicing social distancing. We are the entire crew. We're on camera. We have no idea what's <laughs> going on back there.
0: <laughs> no clue.
1: No clue. If we can't hear it or see it up on our monitor, we don't even know. So thank you for sticking through this with us. It did sound weird. It was like...
0: Just like an endless echo. No,
1: No, but it was like
0: it oh, was like this sick. weird high-pitched it was reverberating Kubrick, we're just we're no, just no, getting no. the audience hyped up for twin peaks you know yeah. it's yeah. like super weird it's all part of the show y'all you know how it yeah. is it's all part of the show <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah
3: weird in in stream marketing
1: that's right <laughs> yeah definitely definitely so uh what do you what have you been up to in the midst of this pandemic lockdown
3: well uh we haven't slowed down here at the jovenshire studios uh we actually, um, for, for some of the a, a, fans, how, know. How big's your
1: long. crew over there?
3: I don't know if you can see that Darth Maul that's sitting down on the floor. <laughs> there, but, uh, that's my
1: sound. You- uh, good benefits on that. Uh, you got good benefits <laughs> for Maul over there.
3: Uh, I got three dogs downstairs that, that, uh, that run uh, camera for me. So they Nice. Um, but no, during uh, quarantine, we actually decided to be dumb and you know launch more projects. Indeed, uh, we got the original SG crew back together, and we launched a new YouTube channel, New Element Six. So Mari and I, with Lasercorn So Inky, which have been uh, on on your guys' channel quite a few times, mm-hmm. then we've got Flitz and Wes, and you know we 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 shot a bunch of content before lockdown. Which yeah, you guys
1: big shot big in. that in our in our place. Yeah, we shot that yeah, upstairs here yeah. at Hyper. Yeah,
3: first, first four or five episodes were. were at the the wonderful hyper rpg studios uh we got a few more in at wes's place when things started to get locked down a little bit more and then after that we're like ah we gotta stay in our homes now yeah we (laughs) were
1: you guys were supposed to shoot here again and uh i didn't want it we couldn't really tell people at the time because we weren't certain yeah uh but the reason we were like nah that probably shouldn't happen is because lucas actually got COVID 19 we're almost certain oh wow and, and he had been at the studio the week before so we were like yeah We're not going to have our friends coming over here and we're gonna we pretty much at that moment the second lucas was like i'm really sick and my landlord said that our maintenance guy has tested positive and every roommate in his house were also really sick we were like shut it down no one's going in or out everything
3: we're (laughs) shutting it
2: down Mm no
3: we uh we thank you and we respect you
2: for making very good (laughs) professional choices i felt Uh,
1: bad because it was like i think it was just like you guys supposed to shoot like like within a couple days yeah. we were like i'm sorry but it's probably not, the best idea. not a yeah. good idea
3: yeah. we uh we kicked all of uh wes's furniture out onto the balcony and decided cool. to shoot there and it worked uh but yeah new element 6 is going strong and i uh, have kind of uh, checked a box off my bucket list And I have created and launched my own cartoon.
1: Yeah, I was checking it out this morning. That's super awesome, man.
3: Yeah. Uh, So it it lives on uh, the YouTube channel Arcade Cloud. It's called The Worst Ways to Die. Uh, Totally appropriate title for the days that we live in. (laughs) Uh, But it took me two years to make. We finally did it. And it's The Worst Ways to Die in different video games. The first episode is The Worst Ways to Die in Final Fantasy VII. Obviously, to be timed with the release that is, I believe, tomorrow of the remastered. And nice. then uh, we're working on episode two, which is Minecraft, which should be up in a few weeks. And then if those do well, that we'll actually get the chance to do a whole season of the cartoon. So anyone in chat, if you get the chance to watch Worst Ways to Die, uh, please, please take a sh- uh, take a shot and and watch it on Arcade Cloud.
1: So who all is helping you write that? Is that like a majority so, on you?
3: So uh, I'm uh, I'm EPing and showrunning everything. I'm on the writer team, but I did bring in a writer that actually uh, conveniently also worked on other stuff at Arcade Cloud, um, and, and he's been a giant help. And so, because like, new to, to like the world of writing, like I, I was like, did classes when I was uh, younger and it was like, I had enough experience, but I was like, no, let's, let's get someone that could actually, you know, not have typos in every single word. Um, and like someone that could translate my crazy ideas into something that works and makes sense. Mm-hmm. And you'll see at the end of episode one, for those who haven't watched it, it, it takes a kooky weird turn because I wanted to give something a little bit different. So it was nice to have like an actual professional writer, but other than that, I brought in a bunch of friends to do other voices and all the, um, all the animations actually done through arcade cloud themselves. So that helped cool. to keep uh, overhead low, which is nice. Uh, but, you know, it's fun. A little passion project that's evolved a, a few different times. The original concept of the cartoon was was very different. It was uh, like changing one small thing in a timeline of a video game or movie. But we ran into some, some legal issues. I uh, wonder.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh,
3: Changed uh, the direction. And, you know, Worst Ways to Die it just seemed like a really fun thing to do, uh, you know, 12 months ago. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I maybe would have titled it, you know, no, I, I'm glad that it has the title that it has. It, it's edgy, it's weird, and it's fun to watch. So, you yeah. know, if you get to it, youtube.com slash arcade cloud and just search for uh, worst ways to die.
1: Right on, man. Nice. I know we were talking a little bit before we got started here that, you know, uh, for yourself and, and even us, like your daily routine isn't that much different mm. than before everything went down. It's not until you go out into the world. For supplies or something like that, that you're really confronted with everything.
3: Yeah, uh, it, it's it's what I, I refer to it as day zero uh, mm-hmm. because this is my day to day. If I am going out to film something, it's it's honestly going to your guys's place or going to Laser One, who, who lives like ten minutes away from me. So going out and about isn't really a thing that I do. Yeah. Um, but day zero, when things starting to like started to happen, I went to a grocery store just because we needed groceries. And toilet paper was still there, the aisle was full. There was the only aisle that was really picked through was the um, the uh, the aisle of food from like the different countries. Yeah. And so like uh, all the rice was gone. Some yeah. of the pasta had been picked through. Um, but it was just, it was very weird. Because it seemed like a lot of random stuff that you would always see overstocked. Mm-hmm. Right. Just in that one uh, like world aisle. And then when I went four days later to get something that I forgot, that's what it was like picked. Like everything was I was like, oh, this is actually happening. Uh, Okay, this is weird. So it's like when I wake up and I see the news, I'm so desensitized by it at this point in time. I'm like, okay, yeah, things are happening. Don't know who to believe in the news. But then I walk outside. I'm like, oh, okay, this is happening to you guys. Yeah, got it back into my little. Yep. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll, I'll never forget the very first day that became clear to us that like, Oh, everything's going to be different for a long yep. time was <clears throat> before we'd officially closed down our studio. Uh, you know, Gavin Newsom had a press conference and it was on a Thursday mm-hmm. and it, we had Warhammer up and running. And I was like, well, shit, this news conference just went out. Um, and we're low on supplies. I needed to make a run anyway. And Malika had asked me to pick something up. Um, Actually, it was her and, um, and Quiddy uh, in our chat room were going to make some hand sanitizer. So Malika asked me to go run That's and right. find some rubbing alcohol.
0: That's right, yeah.
1: And his conference was like at noon, and this was now like 3 p.m. And by 3 p.m., every grocery cleared. store had lines around the block. All the shelves were cleared, and I couldn't even find rubbing alcohol. And I was like, oh, my God. This is insane. Yeah, <laughs> and I came back. And was like, I'm sorry. Like, that's <laughs>
2: this know, is the best I got. I, this is the
1: be- I had to go to a liquor store. Yeah. to buy you some like 30 percent rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Not even the real deal. And uh, that's it. Everything's out, done, clear. And we should probably close down the studio. <laughs> like
0: it, that's it. It's, it's crazy. Weird, and
3: like the small things that people decide to kind of like get on and start to believe. Uh, in this case it's like oh i need to hoard up on toilet paper which was like the weirdest thing that didn't make any sense but people will attach to things like yeah would uh, we're literally using it right now like zoom yeah like would that like people that should not know what zoom in are like hey should we have a little zoom party like you would have never heard of this program (laughs) like like why why was this the one and not google hangouts if you don't mind me asking you guys like i feel like that, like that's just like it has like a name band behind like that's what would have been picked oh up.
1: i i overall zoom's far more stable yeah easier to use better features it's a, it's a web client yeah. uh it's Interesting. it's a piece of cake yeah and the quality's better yeah
3: well it, it's just really fascinating to see like the little things and i think because of this COVID 19 thing uh zoom is going to become like a you know a staple in everyday life i think yeah. moving forward. Like, yeah we've been using
2: it.
1: we've had a membership to zoom for four years now because it's it's popular in the ttrpg community yeah oh uh, that makes sense uh but now yeah it's blown up but that also has made it like a target point for hackers and yeah. people yeah. doing the deeds yeah, we talked deeds. about it last week yeah.
0: uh what do they call it zoom uh, i forget what the term is but there's like a term zoom bombing zoom bombing is where hackers are literally like yeah. Making their way into other people's calls and, you know, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, Zoom is a pretty popular um, application in like the corporate world. I know, like, just from I've been talking, so my mom works in, in, um, in biotech, So we've been talking back and forth a lot about what's been going on and she gets updates and stuff. But like all their conferences, like Zoom, 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 Zoom. And I know for them, it's like really over in the first week, especially their systems were like so bombarded, overrun. Yeah. That like all those industries were just like, what the fuck do we do? All of our calls wow. are just like dropping. Yeah. But I think they figure out the bandwidth issue at this point. But yeah. And I crazy. noticed the
1: update that they just pushed automatically has password protection turned on now. Oh. Because it nice. wasn't auto turned on before. So yeah. the new update that pushed out over the weekend. Oh, that's good. Oh, wow. Has auto pro- uh has all that stuff just turned on from the get go. Yeah. But uh
0: right. have you been uh, have you been how much social media have you been consuming? Because I know for us is like we try to stay in the loop as much as we can, but I know like for me personally at a certain point I'm like, all right, I've reached my maximum capacity, I need to cut off and I need to like do something else for the next hour.
3: What I actually one hundred percent that. Um between just seeing like a lot of like getting bogged down by news because that's mainly what like my my twitter feed is is just news so like mm-hmm. that was like all right nothing is happening in the world that i want to stay up to date to. so we're gonna stay out this for a little bit instagram i kind of just fell off of because i was like all right i'm not gonna take another selfie in front of like one of my statues or something so i'm like yeah. all right that's just not post anything for a few days i guess um which really got me back to just playing a lot of video <laughs> games um I, like in between like trying to stay as productive as, as i can with like different shoots and and going through editing notes and whatnot. So what, what are uh, you so playing right now? I officially beat Resident Evil 3 just in time for Final Fantasy 7. Okay. Uh, I was very excited about that last night. So, uh, I,
1: I forgot it had come out. <laughs> I completely <laughs> yeah, it, it forgot.
3: Surprisingly, uh, had a very quiet launch. Um, yeah. Like when they announced it, well, that was another thing. They announced it just a few months ago, mm-hmm. and that was a big deal because like Resident Evil 2 had just came out last year, and that was an amazing game for anyone that hasn't played. I highly recommend it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, uh, we did it for Resident Evil 3 also. And it comes out in uh, three months. So here you guys go. Uh, and, but that was like there was no like real marketing time mm-hmm. leading up to it. So I had a nice little white what, launch. Game but you enjoyed it? Yeah, I had a good time. Uh, you know, it's more just like the original. It's a little bit more of an action game versus the uh, Resident Evil 2 scary factor. Uh-huh. But I don't know whether it's just because I'm older now and maybe I have less attention Span for video games, or maybe it's because you know I'm busy and running a business and, mm. and productions, but like I just don't beat video games anymore.
1: Oh, me either, so, like, definitely not. Yeah. I start a lot, <laughs> never beat them <a laughs> <one. laughs> except for Spider uh, like, Man. Even yeah.
3: a great game like Witcher 3, I've had to like start four different times and like haven't made it past like the first area because oh yeah like there's too many other things to do in i'll life. never
1: i'll never get out of it ever <laughs> ever ever i'm sure yeah. marlika is gonna have me pick up the new final fantasy for her and just like the last final fantasy that came
0: out it will never get beaten and it'll be you know like <laughs> Wait, that's what? just how were we what were we doing weird oh was it for um postgos where we deleted all of her save files oh that's a different story that was her save files from the
1: ps2 version of oh, final fantasy right. from years ago that's right. years ago and we deleted her save files Sorry. That's RG a different story. Stuff. That was high school Malika, agree, who right? most definitely beat the game yeah. and played through and it half the, time yeah. the game. No, that was very different. Uh now it's very unlikely that we'll have time to do that. But I'm sure Malika's gonna pick up the new Final Fantasy and mm-hmm. play it on the channel this week because she's a huge Final Fantasy fan. Yeah. And I, I know that will most most likely happen.
3: It's just one of those things where I like when Spider Man came out, I think that was the first time in a very long time where I was like, I'm going to beat this game.
1: I did that as doing- well.
3: Uh, And luckily, coincidentally, my wife wound up going uh, to visit her family that weekend. I say coincidentally, maybe I planned it to be that same. (laughs) Uh,
2: And I was like, all right, we got
3: three days. We're beating Spider-Man.
2: Oh, my God. The only way I was able to get through it was by Uh,
1: scheduling a 24-hour playthrough of the game. Uh, so That's I, true. I did it in one sitting on one stream. <laughs> oh, I wow. sat down that was crazy. and I, I went start to finish and beat the game in one sitting. That's the only way I yeah. could have ever done it.
0: I know. know. We and we had like other people coming in and rotating just to like sit there to make sure that he was still sane and conscious <laughs> throughout the whole stream. And after like two hours, I was like, nah man i'm going to bed <laughs> this is ridiculous yeah that
1: that uh that 3 a.m to 9 a.m slot was that's pretty lonely <laughs> that was pretty lonely and oh, pretty rough man. i can't believe you I, actually stayed up through it i can't I either feel
3: like though when you do beat a game and you're just exhausted because maybe you did stay up later to beat it or in your case stayed up an entire day to beat a game yeah that's when, like you really cherish that that ending i had that with uh the walking dead telltale yeah I beat Game at like one o'clock in the morning, while still at the my office at the time because it was for uh, early Smosh games. Mm. And we were doing a review on it, and it was just like I was crying at my computer desk because I was just so tired and exhausted. And it was like an amazing ending. Right, uh, same thing happened for me. Ma- I I liked the Mass Effect three ending because I, I did too. Two hours later than I should have, and I was just so emotional oh, and exhausted. I loved it. 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 I was sense. going.
1: I was going through a divorce at the time, so maybe that's why I liked Mass Effect three so much.
3: Just get it to, yeah, you need to
2: attach
1: to something. (laughs) I was just like, every ending sucks. Nothing's good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
2: (laughs) Stop thinking you do. (laughs)
3: Um,
1: But on top of that, uh, speaking of getting really emotional about something in the ending, uh, I watched all eight episodes of Tales from the Loop. I was like,
0: where are we going right now?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're fired. Uh, No. (laughs) That wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Watched all eight episodes of Tales from the Loop. Yeah. Uh, over the weekend, and the final episode of Tales from the Loop is one of my favorite episodes of TV of the last year. Sick! It is so good, and oh my god, it's just like that makes me so excited. It's one to watch of the it. most tragic fucking episodes of TV. And what I loved oh, about shit. it is it wasn't tragic like I'm gonna win an Oscar tragic, yeah. where it's just like, all right, cue the slow motion crying and the like over manipulative score. It was just part of what made it so beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Part of what made it so beautiful and so well done Mm -hmm. is that it just kept moving. And it kind of felt like that was the overall theme that was present of just like life goes on. Yeah. And we have to keep moving forward. But it's one of the most tragic fucking episodes of TV I've ever seen. It was phenomenal.
3: Like me who don't know what you're talking about. What what is this show?
1: So Tales from the Loop is a kind of anthology series on Amazon Prime. Uh, that's based on art from a Swedish artist that since this artist put out all this work, there's been a TTRPG game built around it, there's been a video game built around it, and now a TV show. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people think that maybe the TV show is based on the RPG, but that's not the case. It's more everything's based on just the art. And the show is so good. uh, It's really great how it just focuses on different people that live in this town that have this thing called The Loop within the town, and uh, how the loop affects them all differently. But I think overall, the show's about relationships, failed yeah. relationships.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I so I only watched the pilot with you. We watched mm-hmm. it on Friday night after we did Inception. And first of all, it looks like Amazon has, like, upped their quality because oh. the 4K oh my stream God. was like, oh, shit, Oh shit! Yeah. This is good quality. Okay, I'm Amazon in.
3: Prime, I think, is killing it right now when it comes to their shows. Like, I think they can compete against Watch or Watchmen, HBO, just for like having awesome shows with good quality. This yeah. is
1: the best one I've seen outside of yeah. uh, Too Old to Die Young. Mm-hmm. This is the best, like, directed and kind of like even some of the really high concept stuff often feels like it's just a little not as tight as Netflix. Yeah. But this has
0: just it's tight across the board yeah. it's just that tight that pilot moved so incredible like the pacing was it just like the pacing was great the cinematography was beautiful the music was music, like is fucking point. perfection
1: yeah the music throughout the whole series yeah. is some of the best i've seen on tv yeah really good it put me in a mood man yeah. i told malika after the episode i was like i'm gonna be sad about this episode <laughs> for a while yeah and i'm okay with that it's just really well done um yeah. Other Uh, shows that might surprise you that also had, I think, some of the best episodes of TV mm -hmm. in the last couple months, Dave episode five. Uh, Dave is a show on Netflix right now that's based on the YouTube star, Little Dicky, and he stars in it and helps write it. The first or one or two episodes of the show makes you think it's going to be kind of an immature comedy romp kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then the show starts really surprising you with its heart and very honest portrayals of different... Outsiders being a part of a mainstream culture.
0: I think we watched this show.
1: And episode five mm-hmm. of Dave is just like a deep dive into, into uh, someone who's bipolar. Oh, And it's such an honest and really heartfelt kind of look That's at awesome. it. Yeah. And it's really good. And I'll be thinking about that episode for a long time. And also Dev's episode five.
0: Dev's episode I five. I need to get on that. It's Alex Garland.
1: Episode five is all about... Uh, Branching realities and the infinite possibilities of universes. And and there's the way they play it out in the show. It's kind of like every scene you're watching the infinite amounts of possibilities that could happen within that scene in different ways. And for one in particular, it's like uh, Nick Offerman's character walking down a street um, as a car crash has happened but then it's like every instance playing out within that scene of how that car crash could have or not happened with the Whoa. car like swerving around him in different ways no and shit. things branch it's so good it's amazing
3: okay i got my plans
0: made for later tonight <laughs> it's yeah. so good
3: now when you're mentioning these these shows that that you think are really good on television like i I'm, they're very they seem very dramatic and in serious in tone and in a good watch
1: oh uh, dave is filled with nothing but dick jokes Let's not get, <laughs> don't get me wrong he's based on the youtuber named little dicky yeah. who's a rapper but that's what's surprising about it it comes off at first in the first couple episodes like it's going to be a really stupid comedy but then it hits really hard with these underlying messages yeah. underneath the comedy
3: if i might throw out a recommendation that i th- For that sure. i wasn't expecting to be as good as it is but I can't stop talking about Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I have not uh,
1: checked it out yet.
3: So uh, I'm, I'm a campy, cheesy dude. I like musicals. I was like, sure, give it to me. Like, I watched all of Glee. That is literally... A, oh,
1: okay, we're life. nothing alike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I
2: was like, all right, I'll just
3: watch like, some, some Potter in the background. But I couldn't stop watching because the way that they wrote the show... Takes uh, tropes that everyone knows about, especially in a campy, cheesy musical, but then just does them so very differently that it just engaged me completely. And like, I was crying by the end of the first episode that I wasn't expecting to, to have that happen. And then, like five, the, the most recent episode from uh, not yesterday but last week mm-hmm. was just so amazingly good, well written. I don't know, I was like, this, this show's gonna get awards. So like, it's its definitely different in tone to what you guys have mentioned so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a musical, it is a comedy. It's got the guy from, uh, the love interest from Pitch Perfect, which I love everything that he does. Um, just like, especially just like I said, from a writer standpoint, taking tropes and looking at it in such a different way. Uh, the main premise is that, and the superhero part of it is, is kind of dumb. It's how she gets her quote unquote powers where she can hear people's innermost thoughts by them singing a song that's like reflective of how they're feeling. Gotcha. She knows it's happening. She just hears the song she sees the whole song and dance number. So there, she has um, like a best friend that's in love with her but he never comes out and says it. It's never like this awkward thing. It just, she knows how he feels and he's like super cool about it, like totally normal. But then he starts singing at the end of episode one and you're like, oh, that's a really neat way to pose this love interest and like, not actually be like every other TV show that we've ever seen with the same premise.
1: It's interesting. I heard an interview on NPR with the creators of that show, mm-hmm. and it did make me want to check it out because they talked about their casting process and their overall thoughts on creating like very diverse characters yeah. and, and themes within the show, and I thought that was really interesting. I need to check it out.
0: Yeah, I heard. There- I heard good things about it, but I'm just reading now. I didn't realize this, but I didn't know that the show was actually canceled by NBC. So I guess it's a yeah. one season, one season. Oh wait, premiere. it was already
3: canceled? That's what it says. That's what it says <laughs> here. This is supposed to be.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it said it premiered, it said it premiered on January 7th. And then literally the next sentence says the series was canceled by NBC. Oh, uh, <laughs> so,
3: uh, what may have happened, and I don't know. Did
1: it, it get was, bought up by somebody else?
3: The, the pilot episode happened and it was on Hulu. And then for like three months, or two months, it was like quiet, and then it came back with more episodes. Oh, so interesting. Like maybe they picked it back up afterwards. That's something I want to now look it into. <laughs>
0: apparently, uh, apparently the ratings were really bad. <laughs> but but that's so weird like, though. Uh, usually I'm the poop caboose. Yeah. I love that you just took that and you're like. But it's weird because everything. So you started talking about the show, and I remember very specifically, like on social media, seeing seeing Nothing a lot but of people talking stuff. about being yeah oh yeah people it's saying so oh good. this is good, this is so good. So that's kind of a yeah. that's kind I of a bummer.
3: Hulu picks it up because Hulu has a tendency to pick up a bunch of comedies that people love, but aren't just getting watch time. Yeah, which is the way the world's going. Um, so if, if that is true, so in chat, let me know. Someone I need to know <laughs> this thing is I can't go to the end of this. this God show. damn it!
0: I hate being a poop caboose. Uh, is there any other movies or shows that you've that you've like now discovered with uh, any potential extra spare time that you've that I, you've gotten?
3: Actually, yeah, I wound up doing um, uh, watching the hunt. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah, you enjoyed is, that, right?
3: I, I did. I, I did. I actually partnered up with Universal with it, and it's it's actually such a good topic to talk about today because you had The Hunt, you had Invisible Man, and uh, also from Universal is Trolls World Tour. World Tour, um, <laughs> where all these movies are getting uh, rental, like uh, on demand rental. Yeah. Yeah. And when you look at the COVID nineteen epidemic and and all the horrible that's coming from it. There's these interesting moments that are so fascinating because I'm kind of seeing this as like the writer's strike of Hollywood from 10 years ago, yeah. where because of that writer's strike, that's, uh, we, people needed content, people needed TV shows, so that's where reality television came from. And 10 years later, reality television is the number one watched genre on all of television.
1: I'm waiting so, for the positive spin on this.
3: Well, well, uh, <laughs> uh <laughs> The COVID nineteen experience that we're all having yeah. are going to be little changes that we that will just change our industry moving forward.
1: Right. Yeah. It it will.
3: Um, the the hunt um, was a movie that I very much enjoyed, but honestly, it might not have been a movie that I went out to the theater to watch mm-hmm. because I just there's so many good movies to choose from. There, there's so many things that I want to see, but I just don't have the time. Or, or money to, to go out to the theater. And this was a movie where it was like 1999 for rental. So, uh, you know, had I the ability to have people over, like we would have had people over to watch the movie or something. And I think that this is a way for movies that would not make as much money in the box office, have a different release outlet that can make back a lot of its money yeah. by doing like a early uh, on-demand rental release. Because I, 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 and so I'm paying attention to like what, the trolls world tour does because that's a movie made for kids
1: right i have an honest question for you then go for it a lot of movies have gone straight to digital were you more intrigued and likely to check out the hunt because it was something that was supposed to be in theaters but then went to digital because there have been in the last couple years tons of really great movies that ended up just with digital digital, releases
3: uh you're right and yes uh and i think it more more or less it's not that it's that it was supposed to be in theaters then came to this way Mm -hmm. it was just marketed better normally when you have a home release movie or like a straight to to on-demand release it's like a movie that's supposed to be under the radar it's not going to be that good it's like ah just put it out there and see if, if it can make any money like we tried with this movie whatever um, whereas this was a movie that was supposed to have a wide release, so right. it had more behind it. It was it was Blumhouse. I, I love everything that they do anyways. So I, I think that might even just be the caliber of of movie.
1: Yeah, and it, I feel like if anyone's going to adapt to this time quickly, it'll be Blumhouse. Yeah. Just... They're on top of that, and I think that mm-hmm. they're going to
0: be the first to yeah. kind of
1: learn how to navigate this environment.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how studio, even big studios like Disney, for example, <clears throat> how they. Because, you know, right now at Disney Plus, they're specifically building stuff for Disney Plus, but a movie like Artemis Fowl that was supposed to come out in a few weeks theatrically. They're just pushing it to Disney Plus. Yeah, so I which
3: I I was not going to watch that movie in theaters.
0: Yeah, I'll definitely yeah.
3: watch it on Disney Plus now. So
0: now you know. Now it starts to those questions start coming up of like, well, are there a lot more of these Disney titles, or just like any studio title? That where they're going to now really start to think about okay, realistically, what do we really think this movie is going to do for us theatrically? You know, is it is it is are the ends going to justify the means, or if we put it on Disney Plus, is it more worth it for us in the long run to push people to our digital streaming platform than it is to push people to a theater?
3: Well, Disney Plus will also eventually have the same problem that Netflix has, where it's like you know you get so big, you're in most homes, like you are the brand name, you're in most homes across America, like. How like if you are creating a movie that goes straight to Disney Plus, you're not really getting any money from it. I guess people aren't dropping off as much. But if you are continuing a great library of TV shows and whatnot, then then maybe that extra well, guess, movie isn't doing everything.
1: Yeah, it. and that's the big question. What you said you would watch Artemis Fowl now, but I'm guessing you already have a Disney Plus membership. Would yeah. Artemis Fowl make you get a Disney Plus membership? Not
3: that particular title.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. That, and that's I
3: don't even know what the movie is about. But when you have stuff like. Star Wars and Marvel TV Mm shows—that was my reason for having Disney Um, Plus. Like Quibi's the new one, which I'm intrigued now, Uh, and there's there's, there's—it seems like it'll be an interesting platform. I'll check it out because I'm in quarantine. But would I have checked out Quibi if not for COVID nineteen?
0: Right.
1: Yeah. I won't. Yeah. And it's interesting because I think it's something I I would probably enjoy. Mm -hmm. But time. But I'm in a different boat. We're working. A lot of people aren't right now and they're waiting for their next job and they're waiting to find out what's going on. So they are consuming content at a much higher rate Mm. than they would in the past. So maybe this is the right time to release these platforms and start pushing content on them. But you know, I I personally don't have time. Uh, I say that, but I just watch all eight episodes of tales from the loop over the weekend.
3: I I feel like uh, Netflix was one of the smartest companies in this whole thing because like the beginning of, of lockdown, what did we see is the featured uh, movie on Netflix, Tiger King. Yeah. So everyone's logging on to Netflix to see what mm-hmm. there is to watch. And then they have this weird eight part documentary. That's super strange over the top. People, people are going to talk about and it. And
1: apparently they're releasing an extra episode they this are, week.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: How does that Wait. even work? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I mean, I'm sure they got to,
0: plenty of content.
1: But is that something that you think they, like, I, I'm so confused about Whether or not that. it was planned. Whether it was planned or it was just the hit of the show I, and they I, had extra content. Cause
0: I imagine I, it's the latter. The story
1: feels pretty much like they covered what they should. The only way that makes sense to me is if there are updated things to talk about.
0: Which I th- Think is going to be in there But I'm not 100% sure Because I haven't seen the show So I don't really it,
3: it sounds like there's just so much content That anything could Like it, it's a documentary At the end of the day You can weave yeah. and create any narrative That you want based on on the footage So yeah. I'm sure there's something They can make out of it But yes there I'm, there is more that's and happening
1: I, I do think Tiger King's a great example Of being able to capitalize on this instance And I think it was able to do it In a way they weren't expecting mm-hmm. Which was it's a crazy enough show that celebrities wanted to talk about it.
0: Yeah, it's and true. celebrities
1: would never be talking about that show if they were out working. Yeah, but all these celebrities oh, were stuck so at home. Fucking wild.
3: Uh, the new influencers. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, right? Now you're having to compete Savage. with Now you're having to compete with John Krasinski. How do you like that? How do you like them, Apple? Yeah. now it's
3: like John, you stay to movies and directing. <laughs> Crappy news shows are my thing, buddy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you son of a
0: bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are going to be the new influencers though. They're gonna yeah. start they're gonna have all their publicists telling them you've gotta stay connected with yeah. the outside world somehow. So you know, like start a YouTube channel immediately. Or start talking about things that are currently like a thing yeah. and yeah. they're probably bored yeah. out of their minds like everyone else is
3: the celebrities that weren't in the same boat as like a Chrissy Teigen who's like the number one influential celebrity. uh, They're finding like, okay, yeah, I can connect with people. I'm seeing these numbers go up. Uh, And we kind of joked about this earlier, but look at Quibi. Yeah. Quibi is now like uh, Hollywood's YouTube. It's short form content with Mm -hmm. big names and giant production value. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that yes, us as, digital personalities we have like a a a bigger thing to to kind of compete with so you know until vin diesel starts his own tabletop live streaming show you guys should be fine though
1: Uh, (laughs) we're already competing against giants let's not go (laughs) but i think uh in in that regard what will be interesting to see as celebrities start moving into this world of influencers Mm -hmm. to stay connected to their audiences will they be willing to to make the sacrifices that influencers make because i think a key difference between the influencer kind of entertainment genre and celebrity is the connection to the audience yeah and how many celebrities are going to be willing to sacrifice their privacy and kind of i don't know if privacy is the right word but take that extra time that it takes to connect in a communal way mm. instead of just putting out content. Cause just putting out content is a small part of what makes yeah. you a successful kind of influencer per se. Right, you you right. have to have kind of constant engagement Yeah. and you have to be For engaging sure. that community in interesting ways, which people like Chrissy Teigen obviously understand. She's yeah. amazing at that, but I don't know how many celebrities are willing to.
0: Yeah. There's only so many of those Chrissy Teigans and the rocks and you know, yeah. all those types of people who just like, they can do that and they're willing to do that. And, that's kind of the one interesting part about John Krasinski starting Some Good News is like, okay, how dedicated are you going to become to this? Or when this is all over and you have to go on the press tour for Quiet Place 2, are you just going to completely stop doing that? Uh,
1: what I find really interesting yeah, when you think about the overall, uh, you know, fiction and reality and all mm. this stuff, kind of like Dwight Schrute did it first. <laughs>
0: true soul oh, pan
1: soul pancake off. was a actually yeah. really great youtube mm. channel i and complete bias here i i i uh i worked on a lot of their shows i mm. shot quite a few of them and edited a bunch uh but that was rain wilson's um, YouTube foray, which was all about spe- spreading positivity and yeah. focusing on uplifting stories and things like that. Mm-hmm. When I first heard about John Krasinski doing some good news, I just assumed, oh, this is going to be on Soul Pancake, isn't it? Because mm. this is literally like Rain Wilson's yeah. whole thing. Uh, but no, it's definitely not. But yeah. Rain also never really put himself as the face the of that either, thing. even though yeah. it was his thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, so uh, speaking of Quibi, I I did download it last night. Uh, they're offering a ninety day trial right now, you can do like it's weird it's a ninety day trial, and you would think that they would just offer it with no ads regardless because it 's 90, 90 days yeah, so whatever, but you have to actually choose whether or not you want the five ninety nine version with the ad or the seven ninety nine version which is without the ad so obviously i'm going to do the seven ninety nine version yeah i i didn't get a chance to watch too much on there. I mostly like scrolled through and then I found a cooking show. Uh, because that's just like what I love to watch. It's the one funny thing about Quibi is, you know, they have all these big name celebrities like Chrissy Teigen and Sophie Turner and Christoph Waltz is on there and all these Back people. Here. Yeah, like all these huge names are on there. But I went to the cooking show that has a, a chef that I don't know uh, or have never heard of. So I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this thing. But the one thing I did like about it was the interface. It's pretty easy to use. And, you know, the big thing that they advertised was when you switch from landscape to portrait is supposed to be a very easy sort of transition. And I was actually very surprised with how much it was and some of the interesting creative tricks that they did with editing when it comes to like the titles and how they reformat when you go to from landscape to portrait or even how they re- re- repurpose uh, like they had a, an interview, but they use footage from both cameras. To be able to like have a full frame shot of characters, but when you're in the wide, it's not like that. It's like from a single person. Interesting. That's okay. If you had told me that stuff
1: earlier, I would have had a totally different thought on it. Yeah, because that's where I think if you're going to do something like Quibi and stand out, you can't just do short form TV. No, you have to be using the tech in a new and interesting way. That makes me way more interested. So they're
0: definitely like, like using every angle that they shoot in interesting ways of how they can like reposition their framing and all that sort of stuff so from like that sort of a behind the scenes standpoint I was like okay I want to watch a few more of these shows and see how they use that and how they use it for storytelling or you know this is a do- like a docu series so not too much of like narrative driven stuff but if they have some of these um, more narrative driven original I guess you can kind of call them short films you know how are they using that mm-hmm. change in format to really like help drive the story
3: what i'm fascinated with is like on youtube i have seen the numbers where more people watch on mobile than they do on desktop and i wonder what that percentage is for something like netflix or hbo now or go whatever it is now um where like how many people are watching watchmen on their phone versus
0: god i hope nobody oh
1: hopefully no one Yeah, Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I I think HBO still considers themselves home box office. And I think they're trying to give you the full, especially like, oh my God, last night's episode of Westworld So good. Was it
0: the finale? No.
1: It was just the third episode. Oh, okay. (laughs) But it was great. This whole season of Westworld has made me a fan of Westworld again, whereas like season two, I was like, fuck this show. I'm done. I'm out. (laughs) But yet season three has completely reinvigorated itself to being like, oh, this is the sci-fi I want. Yeah, yeah. This is some shit. All right. That's (laughs) good. Get him, Dolores. Get him. But... uh, No, it's it's definitely like wide sweeping shots. And I mean, Watchmen had some of this is what pisses me off about Watchmen though. Mm-hmm. We had to watch it on a low bitrate and they're not releasing it in four K, but yet that show had some of the most beautifully intricate transitions yep. and and just like sweeping wide shots of I just just some of the best filmmaking yup. and we're only getting to experience at a lower bit rate and a lower I'm quality. I'm literally
0: looking right now just to make sure there isn't a 4K and I don't see one so that really breaks my little heart.
1: Right. And whereas stuff like Netflix yeah. also has some of these larger than life big sweeping shows but then you've got other stuff where I noticed that, like, oh, there's a lot of tight shots. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of close-ups in this, and especially their documentaries focus a lot on, you know, you're you're not doing the three quarters anymore. It's like a right. ton of really tight shots, and yeah. I wonder how much that is algorithmically finding out a large percentage of our Most audience people watch it on a
0: phone. So let's be tighter. Oh, you're like, I mean, we make these decisions. Yeah.
1: Do you want to know why Hyper RPG uh, does not Here do? Comes. Do you want to know why Hyper RPG doesn't do? RPGs anymore that has a multi-screen cut up everything. It's because we learned how much of our audience watches on mobile.
0: So everybody's like this big.
1: So we decided ah. to start doing full screen switching where you can get more shots like this where you can have a closer connection to the person that you're watching and be able to actually see what's on screen because yeah, when when over 50% of your audience watches on mobile why would we ever be like okay 50% yeah. of our audience you can't
0: <laughs> see shit. Yeah. I mean we even ran into that I call it an issue. It's not really an issue, though. But like, when we were shooting our HyperHero stuff down here, mm-hmm. you know, like, the shot was so wide. I mean, you see it now. Uh, it was so mm-hmm. wide that people were like, man, you guys feel so like far away from the, the camera. So when we moved up to the upstairs part, we, we like, reformatted how we shot stuff, and now it feels like, oh yeah, we're, like, we're, we're very much like, in people's faces now. It's, it's weird. It's so like, weird when you have to take into consideration how people cons- consume your content
1: yeah it is you know? and and i think it's important to be aware of it and For to sure. the point that we've even thought more like okay if more and more people tr- keep jumping on mobile yeah. how do we change our overlays yeah. how do we change what pops up on screen how do we do we so go people can see yeah better? do we go completely full you know like do we cut everything out mm-hmm. and we have something pop up on screen that fills the whole screen you know like yeah. th- these are conversations that we have to have as creators to yeah. try to figure out how we adapt yeah. to the way people consume this content.
0: Yeah, and I think that's the one interesting thing to see how sort of like something like Quibi plays out. If it's very much just geared towards people's devices, you know, mobile devices, how are they going to be playing with the format and, mm-hmm. and, you know, the ability to be able to rotate it so easily and it just kind of like reformats itself based on like it's, if it's an iPad or a phone or like a, you know, like a bigger device, whatever. Uh, I think that's kind of a fun creative challenge. I know sometimes it can be kind of like, People hate it because it is that thing of like, Ugh, we're, we were so used to this one format, we should just do it all like this. But it's like, okay, well, how can we do it differently? That's going to maybe make it more interesting for people. I don't know. Yeah.
3: And if, if you can shake up the game, like that's how you'll find success. Yeah. And, and Quibi does kind of have like this perfect storm going for them right now where mm-hmm. a lot more people are home right now and, and willing to watch the content. Uh, you have you know arguably the... The biggest influencers uh, creating content for them, so and tweeting out and doing Instagram videos to the millions. So of
1: I'm people. I'm going to argue against that being bigger influencers as a, a since we're sharing some of the behind the scenes mm. ways that we make decisions here. Uh, you know, we've got to work with a lot of very different people here at Hyper, and we've worked for other companies helping them hire different people. I think there's still a common mistake in these marketing schemes to think that a actor will draw you more viewers. Uh, if we've learned anything about, especially if you're primarily your main device is mobile, I think the majority of people who are going to be using a mobile app to watch TV are going to be pushed by people who are already engaging with people on mobile. So you're most likely looking at your heavily influential mobile kind of platforms, Twitter, Instagram, things like that. <laughs>
0: I almost thought you were going to say Facebook. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't. <laughs> not, not so much anymore. Yeah. Uh, Instagram, Instagram, primarily. Instagram for sure, yeah. Um. But Instagram has low click through, so you 're most likely looking at Twitter or even YouTube. primarily gets a mm. lot of uh, a lot of love there, yeah, so this idea that you 're launching an app for mobile with t v stars, I bet would perform half as well as if you were to focus on someone who 's on YouTube that has amazing community engagement because they can activate actors don 't activate actors don 't actually send audience members from one platform to another
3: they they definitely don 't have the uh the better practices for it yeah. um but that doesn't mean that for some either their presence will have a draw and i think hot ones is a perfect example of that yeah or there's there's um i'm gonna use my wife as a perfect example here who follows a lot of celebrities on instagram and will be like hey uh we should probably watch this tv show and i'm like well, where did you hear about this show it's like oh well i follow this person right 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 so like there's still a numbers game to it so let's say i have uh that's, that's let's round down 300,000 Twitter followers. Uh, what if only like 4% of them click through something?
1: God, um, that's really high. <laughs> uh, well,
3: that, that, that would be like a, like number X. Whereas yeah. if someone with 2 million Twitter followers tweeted out a thing that yep. they're in, even if it was 2% of that number, it's still going to be way higher True. Click rate than the, what I have. So the it's, thing
1: it's, it's that we found, to go up against. the thing that we found in the last, six months to a year, I'd say a year even at this point, um, through doing marketing research and what works even on our own network. Uh, Because all these social media platforms are competing with each other and not allowing you to click through per se, uh, we've found that the people who have 2 million audience members activate far less than people who have 100,000 very, very
3: active. Very active. Very active. (laughs) Active users, yeah.
1: Oh, my God. And can actually motivate and push them. And, you know, I could give you direct examples, but I don't want to because it feels like I'd be calling certain people out. (laughs) But we have the data and we've been tracking for a while now and just how so much has changed with the way people interact with social media and the fact that these platforms have created this situation that makes it really hard to link out and have locked you into their platforms we see the most results out of people who have created a practice out of activating their audience and telling them mm-hmm. through their primary form of communication hey i'm doing this thing and i'm going to be going over here and yeah. i'm going to be doing this and and i don't feel like actors necessarily have they that, that like they're yeah. they're used to the publicist thing of just like here's a photo from the movie i'm currently working on hope you check it out which feels so impersonal Compared to the influencers who've gotten really used to being very actively engaged with their community and like talking to them directly, like, I hope I see you there is so different
0: than, like, Breaking here's football. my movie. Yeah. I hope you watch it. You know? Yeah. I mean, you're more likely to buy the Rocks tequila. Terramana because he's very much engaged with his audience on like a daily basis almost. Yeah. And he's constantly like, hey, you, 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 you know, he's, it feels a lot more personal as opposed to like, yeah, an actor who tweets twice a year and they're like, I'm in a, the brand new movie. Uh, go check it out. It's in the yeah. this Friday. And you're like, "Well, well, I mean, we know that this is like probably some like yeah. publicist who's doing yeah, this Yeah, and you. I'm
1: sure I, it's interesting because you are correct that <clears throat> you can drive a lot of attention towards yeah. a product yeah. with big name talent. But I think that ultimately you have to have the foundation, and I think Hot Ones is an example. You've got the same host on every episode, and yeah. you've got your foundation there, and they know they're coming there for the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think even to you guys, <coughs> and and uh, you know now in E6, you know if you if you bring someone in, you've got that base and that foundation, and it's like they're showing up to see that big actor if you have a guest, but they're primarily there for, for you, you all you, and how yeah. you interact with that guest and and how excited they are for you. And I don't know, it's all really interesting. We talk about numbers a lot here. Uh, I know Malika and Adam sometimes will just sit and talk for hours <laughs> about uh, algorithms true. and data Bring and out all that some, stuff.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, just looking at graphs and bars, and after like thirty minutes, you're like, "Oh fuck this." <laughs> yeah, fuck it. it at <laughs> the end <laughs> of the this, day, just make something good. It, yeah, at the
1: end of the day, what does it matter? But yeah. it's fun to really dive deep into and talk Mm -hmm. about and see like which of these platforms will be able to step up and ahead and actually be able to crack that code. Yeah. And I think personally, and again, I'm only showing my bias because we primarily operate on Twitch, but even outside of Twitch, I think platforms that are immediate and offer a sense of community are things that people are looking for right now. Mm -hmm. An immediate sense of gratification and involvement and closeness. Yeah, and a
3: connection to be able to talk to someone.
1: Yeah, I think connections right are very important right now. And yeah. Netflix isn't going anywhere, but all these new platforms that keep dropping, you know, I really think you've got to be looking at where is our like, where's the feeling? Because mm-hmm. I think feelings becoming more and more important with these. You know, how does it yeah. make you want to comfort stay? Comfort food, man. Yeah. Comfort yeah, food.
0: The comfort food. That's what you. That's that's like. I mean, that's kind of what even I look for. Like we do this all day, but at the end of the day. I'm like I have my channels that I like to go watch whether they're on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube or whatever and I'm like cool I want I need my evening comfort of like the the one creator or like the two to four creators That uh, I just want to spend some time with, and they're they're very good at making things feel very personal and very much like a one to one relationship, Mm -hmm. which I think like a lot of people are looking for right now. Which is
1: awful because I feel like some people count on us for that, and I'm like, I don't have friends in real life. I don't know
0: why I've uh, you know these. (laughs) I don't know why Zach. Zach's like, I don't know why I'm in this industry. I don't. I really
3: don't. I'm. I am do not like people. (laughs) We Fall backwards and do it. We're like, all right, this is what we do now.
1: Uh, Keep
0: going. Oh my god.
1: Uh, I just want to be left alone forever.
0: Lord Jesus. Right.
1: Then you'll
3: finally be able to beat a video game. Yeah. Right.
1: No, I wouldn't do that even. I'd probably just like Just leave me alone in the woods. I left alone. Zach, why are you in Los Angeles? You know, I really like telling stories with people. I do. Just, I do. It's, just, a just just it's a constant dilemma. It's a constant dilemma. I enjoy the act of filmmaking and creating with a group of people. I think it's one of the most magical things there can possibly be. Um, but then after you're done, people are like, You want
0: to get a drink? I'm like,
1: No. <laughs> no. It's true. We did our thing. We got through it. That <clears> was a magical experience. You're like
0: the hermit who just shows up whenever they're needed. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm there. I'm there for you. Yeah, if you need old, anything,
0: I'm there, man. You're old Ben Kenobi, basically. Exactly.
1: But the second we're done with what it is we got to do, I, I don't really want to hang out. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's been real. We, it's, it's been real. real. We did our thing. You
0: know, it's good. This is exactly what it's like living with him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Zach, good night. Go fuck yourself. All right. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh,. But in all seriousness, Joe, yeah. man, uh, you're a great dude. And I appreciate you hanging out with us.
3: I love, I love hanging out with you guys. And, yeah, um,
1: Thanks for coming. Uh, thanks for being here. <laughs> yeah. one, of, one of the things that we're going to be doing tonight, uh, I forgot to tell you this because it doesn't involve you, so it doesn't really matter. Thank God. That's good, <laughs> n- that's good news. <laughs> After Evil Dead, I got to build this new computer. So the parts came in today. So uh, for those that remember, last week we had a little bit of an issue where one of our PCs died on us, and uh, within two hours I had to build a new computer. That computer isn't really built for what we're doing, it's surviving right now, but it's running at nearly 100%. So, uh, tonight, after Evil Dead, I'm going to be putting together our uh, new parts into the PC and getting it ready for streaming. The rest of the week, we're going to be throwing a good old, good old Threadripper in there, the uh, 3970X. Are you telling people this because you're going to be live streaming the build? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to live stream. You probably the build. should have started with that. Oh yeah, I'll be live streaming it. I'll be I'll be building <laughs> on air uh, because if I'm going to be doing it, sitting back here, I might as well do it with you all, so you can yell at me about every tiny little uh. thing that you would do better. Even though you know I can build a whole new computer in two hours, I'm sure everyone in the chat has opinions on how I need to be uh, handling all hey, man, of this. Hey man, you plug that cable in? Yeah, right. That's uh, they're gonna yell at me the whole time. But no, we're gonna be throwing in
0: this wonderful 3970X, 32 core, 64 thread processor. Is this rebuild gonna make me, or this build, <sighs> I should say, is this build going to uh, want to make me rebuild my computer? Because my computer's kind of getting to the point where it's it's starting to slug a little bit here and there, and I'm like. Uh, it's been four years almost. Oh, uh,
1: I mean, it's crazy to me. I was really, really nervous. Yeah. When last week our main computer went down because mm-hmm. we need a monster. Yeah. To run what we run, I mean, we need a fucking monster. Yeah. And uh, that PC cost 10k to build four years ago. Yeah. Ten fucking thousand dollars, and I was like, we don't have that kind of money. Mm-hmm. We just don't. But much to my surprise, um, piecing out a now equivalent um, situation to get us the power that we need was only 3,500. Mm.
0: <sighs> yeah.
1: So things have like definitely
0: kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. But I'm still basing that on the processing power that we needed four years ago. I'm not trying to future proof us for four years from now. It's more like as long as I got the power that we had, then mm-hmm. we'll survive and we'll be okay. Yeah. I don't really want to push it more
0: than we're pushing it right now either. Cause that's, I, I need, I need there to be a yeah, ceiling. Yeah, he says that. He says that now, and then when the streams all come back, <laughs> it's gonna be a good old time.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh
0: hmm so, Uh.
1: So I like how somebody just said, Zach. Did you ever getting consider getting Threadripper processors instead? That's literally what this is. It's an AMD Threadripper. We I just <laughs> showed it's it on started. screen. It's <laughs> already starting. They're already critiquing my decisions. Even, oh, God, I swear. Why am I agreeing to do this?
3: Throw throw chat on slow. I swear Uh. to God.
1: It's just like anytime we have a tiny problem on stream, they're like, you know, you're probably doing this wrong. I'm like, I've been doing this for a fucking living for over six years. You will shut up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that instant feedback that we crave. (laughs) Yeah, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, Somebody Uh, said, how much RAM are we running? 128 gigabytes. (laughs) It's enough RAM. It's enough RAM. It's enough RAM. Uh, so I'll be doing that tonight after yeah. Evil Dead.
0: Nice. Yeah. I'll be, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully sleeping. Oh, <laughs> sleep. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I want to catch up on that show. I want to catch up on that. I want to watch devs. There's just so much stuff. Some it's,
3: Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I I honestly, I
0: yeah, maybe. I, last night I just got into like, I get into these weird like, cravings where I just want to like binge watch movies. So I watch A Ghost Story then I watch Son, Son of a Gun and then I was just like, alright, I guess this is my night. I'm just watching a f- fuckload of movies, I guess. Yeah. You know,
3: uh, Community's now on Netflix. I'm watching the movies. Again, mm. and I was like, man, these are just so genius and well written. So
0: good.
1: So good. Did you ever go through all of Community?
3: No.
0: no. It's Dude, so good. My, my Netflix list of, like, to-dos and to-watches is so long because now every week they're dropping so much stuff. I think in the last, like, three days, they've dropped, like, six different things. I'm like,
3: okay. Well, yeah, it's that first week of a new month where you're like, all right, what's what's coming? What's going? All right,
0: great. So much new stuff, and I'm like, all right, I guess I'll sleep never. Yep. Well, uh, this has been real. It's
1: been a good time.
0: It's been a hoot and a holler. I feel like we had topics that Adam prepared and we didn't get to any of them. It's fine. We touched on on some of them, but, like, you know, Look, this is, this is hangout hang time. This is us, uh, you know, being able to hang out with friends that we haven't seen in a while and yeah. hang out with the community and just get to see how everybody's doing and kind of warm up the day, as it were. Yeah, we're getting warmed up. Yeah. Getting those juices Ooh, flowing. Wow. Got
3: it. I'm, I'm so glad I can be this, this uh, you know, social lubricant for you guys. Oh,
1: social lubricant. That's what we should call Hypercast. That's the subtitle, social lubricant. <laughs> Camp Jesus. Social Distance. Underscore, a little bit social of social lubricant, lubricant. gets <laughs> you ready for the day. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
0: That'll have to be a shirt one of these days. Social lubricant. Oh, That's oh, just a Jovenshire brand. I don't want right. to take that from you. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I don't want to take that from you. Hey man, good luck. Good luck with that. Uh, good luck with that marketing.
3: Yep. Oh yeah. We'll, uh, we'll we'll get dinged. I'm
1: sure. <laughs> uh, so coming up, pretty much right now, Malika's going to be cooking for you guys. And I, and for those that have not stuck around for her cooking streams, shame on you. She has really been upping the ante on these. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's got a four camera setup up there right now. I did just have a stream deck break on me again this morning. I don't know what's going on there.
0: Sick,
2: bro.
1: <laughs> Sick. It's always something. Like, It's always something. It takes me four hours to set up every single day because we have such a complicated setup to make sure we're good for the day. And what I've learned is I have to go through every single setup, top to bottom, because I won't be able to fix it in the moment. And we still had an audio problem this morning, but th- it doesn't surprise me that there was a Windows issue there because Windows this morning decided that all of my audio outputs weren't going to work anymore, and I had to do all this other stuff to like reroute our audio to different places. So... That didn't surprise me. Well, you know, and uh, the, the stream deck's not time working. Time. Yeah. And the
3: more worst of times. Oh anything can go
0: wrong. Just shall.
1: But it's uh it's gonna be a good time. Yeah. Malika's gonna be cooking upstairs. She's cooking pan Asian breakfast. Oh it's one of my God. favorite things that she makes. I, I should
0: not go upstairs. So <sighs> I'm just gonna be hovering for two hours like Is it almost done? Is it it almost almost done? done? That Chinese sausage?
1: Mm, Mmm. So Mm, good. mm, mm, mm. Have you ever had Chinese sausage, Joven? Uh, I don't think I have
2: actually. It's
0: meat candy. Dude. It is just like like, little pieces of meat candy. It's not even an exaggeration. Yeah. Like literally, that's what they should put on the packaging. Just meat Meat candy. candy. Yum.
1: So good. Uh so that's gonna be coming up right now. Don't go anywhere. We got just a couple minutes of some clips. You've probably already seen them, but I hope you stick around. Don't click out. Wait right there. I got to get up, get all the stream ready, make sure we're good. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will be right back.